another edition of Golf DMV. 1500 a.m. if you're in the DMV. You guys know the drill. 8 p.m. on Saturdays. 2 a.m. on Sundays for those who had a late, you know, Saturday night. 2 a.m. on Sundays. But then again, 2 p.m. on Sundays in the afternoon. Unlike today, you couldn't hear us on 1500 a.m. because the Washington Capitals were playing. Don't forget, we get preempted for like the Capitals and Wizards. Right. But both of their seasons are about to come to an end. So we don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> you can listen to us on the radio, but also anywhere where you get your fine podcasts, of course, uh, you can download the show. Are you trying to say the D.C. team suck? I'm just saying that the basketball team and the hockey team won't make the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and so with them done, Golf DMV will be alive and kicking with no interruptions on your Sunday and Saturday evenings. Just wanted to give a big shout out to the Love Life Cafe. Got my drink there in my Love Life Cafe mug, mm-hmm. thelovelifecafe.com, proud sponsors of Golf DMV. And of course, the season is, well, the season is upon us. I mean, you know, March 15th, I guess here in Maryland is where it starts. But, you know, you got to get that back right. Shout out to Cache Spine Sports, CacheSpineSports.com. Please don't go out there and throw your back out. Get in the yes. in the habit now of the stretches and stuff like that. Dr. Smith, she'll carry you through uh, all that uh, jazz. I don't know if you guys want to talk about the four-man playoff in lives. Well, maybe you guys will want to. Because really. everybody was thinking, you know, people was going to go to a playoff, and they you didn't. You got you the know, four, buddy. Jordan Speed does what I love to see him do. <laughs> yes. Fall back. Oh. Because as he said, he strikes fear in the hearts of all the players on the leaderboard and have yet to see him cause a reason lately for anyone to fear him on a leaderboard on Sunday. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. I've got a PGA Superstore uh, update. Uh, oh. I took Manny there, uh, and he, he's gearing up for the PGA Junior League season, and so we'll okay. talk a little bit about that. But first, we've got golf social media royalty with us, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll put all that back. We've got, we've got Jessica Masiera. I'm pronouncing that correct, right? No, you're not. No, oh, <laughs> sorry. Here we go. Let's it's fine because it's actually really hard to pronounce for a lot of people. It's Maceda. Um, it's Portuguese. Ah. Yeah. Portuguese. So yeah. it doesn't follow like normal, you know, uh, <laughs> like pronunciation, but right. yeah. For today's purposes, we'll just call you Jess. We've got, <laughs> we've got Jess. By the way, you can find her. <laughs> a great follow on Instagram. I'm Jess Golfing. Uh, you can find her there. Jess, thank you so much for joining us on Golf DMV. Thank you for having me. Uh, well, it's, it's our pleasure to have you. So before Absolutely. we get into your golf journey and all the things that you've got going on, there's 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 something that that I love to see, you know, when you're posting and other people like shout out to our friend Kathy Kim, instructor up at Baltimore Country Club. Uh, PXG seems to have it right when it comes to women's apparel. Like uh, like I, I won't even I won't even go down all the other brands and stuff. But PXG's yeah. line like is is good quality fashion when it comes to women's. And you wear a lot of PXG. Is that like yeah. a thing? Like is that a partnership? Chip or something you've got with them? Oh yeah, it's definitely a part partnership, and I mean it. It works out great for me because I love the apparel, and it saves me money on having to buy clothes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the quality, like you said, it is really great. And I mean, I just think that they're doing an amazing job in the women's market. Uh, I I haven't seen anything else that I really like. Some of it gets a little crazy, or some of it gets a little uh, matronly. Yeah, so no, that's, what, think- that's what I was going to say. A lot of the print on some of their stuff looked like curtains. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like yeah. you. It's like you walk in Shirley's house and you're looking at Shirley's <laughs> tablecloth. Nobody wants to wear that. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. And they, they, they do amazing. I mean, I think they do a good job at keeping it pretty simple yeah. and not mm-hmm. going overboard. Uh, the one print I love the most is like one that I did in my last, it's like a bandana kind of looking print. But if you see it up close, it has like little PXGs everywhere and it's really subtle. Um, so, you know, I mean, that's, 
it kind of reminds me of like old school, like hip hop, NWA. Like yes, when I first yes. got it, I kind of like did the comparisons between, you know, that and I don't know if it was intentional, but it worked for me. Yeah. You know, from Cali originally? Carol. I yes. am. I grew up in Inglewood and then there I also go. grew up in, uh, in Orange County. But okay. uh, I preferred Inglewood better. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, yeah, shout out to PXG. So let's talk a little bit about you. Uh, what came first, the golf or the influencer? Because you're a golf oh. influencer on social media. Were you always an influencer or no. were you always a golfer? Like, how did this all happen for you? Yeah. Neither, neither, neither. <laughs> I just, I, you know, the whole thing with golf, it was like, it never crossed my mind. It was like growing up in Inglewood, like golf that like I used to go to Westchester Park and there was a um a golf range there I had no clue what it was I just saw like there were men there and we never went to that part of the park uh when the pandemic hit my husband was like oh we need something to do uh and this country club where we live we live in Roseville and they were running a deal because it was it's a real country country club you know it's it's not like yeah in Roseville yeah so it's not like uh, this pretentious club, but a lot of the members very old, you know, okay. and so they needed new members because <laughs> yeah, everybody was yeah, yeah, yes, everybody exactly. was coming off nineteen holes. <laughs> we need some new money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, uh, there were a lot of expirations, and so we, you know, they were making it really easy for us to come in. I think it was like something like three thousand dollars down, and you know, so it was kind of like a no brainer for yeah. us. Um, I was ready because I wasn't sure how well received we would be you know Mm -hmm. we're the only minorities really at the club um with an exception of maybe a few (laughs) but I think my husband just thought he was gonna go there and leave us at home and you know like have his time but (laughs) I played basketball in college so I'm an athlete and I needed this you know I needed to get something out and I just took to it I mean he didn't even buy me clubs he kind of just gave me we were kind of using the same set he yeah. really figured you weren't going to like this wasn't going to catch you. I don't know okay. why he thought that too because we're so, we're so competitive with each other. So um and like who wants to stay in the house all day? Like that's boring. So yeah. when I got to doing it, I just ended up liking it and I think it's like the same with everyone. It kind of you get addicted and it becomes this obsession of like perfecting you're like I see this swing, I want to do that and I started out watching a lot of Korean golfers cuz the female golfers, their swings are always like really just clean, just oh, yeah. smooth. And yeah. I wanted to have that. And, uh, and I just thought I'd document it. I was like, Oh, I'll document this journey. Like there can't be like a lot of, you know, people like me doing it. And then I got in there. I was like, Oh, there's more people here than I thought, you know, mm-hmm. like there was black active golf and I saw that. And then it just inspired me even more to work harder and like, you know, get some recognition and then, you know, uh, someone reached out to me to do long drive because okay. I was hitting the ball pretty far. And I don't think that's why I think he just needed women. <laughs> and so I was like, OK, we'll do it. And then PXG reached out. I think they saw me doing long drive and they kind of had an interest in, you know, some I think like competition, female long drivers. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's kind of where it yeah. all Cass- really took off. Cassie is a PXG. Cass Marie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's yeah. PXG too. Yeah, yeah. So, and yeah, she, and she's long drive. Yeah. yeah. By the way, you can go back to the Chronicles of the show. When they were in DC, we had Cassie on, mm-hmm. we had oh, Shasta yeah. on, we yeah, had Shasta Troy on. on. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, go back to past episodes of golf DMV folks and, and catch those interviews out. Um, so, so, uh, when, when, when you, so how easy was it 
and obviously golf isn't easy, but for you to catch on, because like for you to be asked to come to long drive stuff, you're an athlete. So, I mean, so you've only been playing, I guess now for three years, if it started with the pandemic. It's almost three years in October. Yeah. And, and, and it just like became somewhat natural because I've I've seen some of your videos and it seems like you've been playing for a long time. Yeah. You know, a lot of people have that sort of perception that like, oh, you must be playing, you must have played for a while, which kind of like makes it frustrating for me because, you know, it's like, listen, just leave me alone. Like I'm figuring this out, like stop coming at me with all these tips. And like, even when I tell them like that, then they'll just send me videos of tips. Like, wait, 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 wait. People send you videos of like, like, uh, like here's how you can get better. Or here's a oh, yes. people I mean, Come on with that. I'm serious. I, I, I get a lot. I mean, I just posted something where I was playing tennis with my kids. I got two tip videos on that alone. So like, I just don't understand what the deal is. Like, I don't understand why, you know, people want to be so helpful. Like, I appreciate that, like, you know, you want to be engaging, but if I tell you, I don't want it, like, don't give it to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we know what the deal is. I mean, because right, it, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> happen to tell you. Let yeah. Us know. Yeah. I bring, I bring my <laughs> rusty new friends to the golf course. They're down there struggling. Not a word. They're just, down there. matter of fact, <laughs> yeah. they're getting dirty looks like, Hey, you need to take your, sorry, sorry, just elsewhere. But yeah, you flip the switch and Jess comes and goes, Oh, well, you know, you need to chip like this. And in your case, you're probably, you look like you're hitting it just fine. Like, like Claude was saying, your swing yeah, like- on Instagram look pretty clean. So I was hitting it just fine too. And then I got into this rut because it's like, once you get a tip, like it's a swing thought, you know, like if you have your own swing thoughts, that's already hard enough. But then when someone is like imposing, like, Oh, you're not doing this right or that right. It's like, give me time. I'll get there. But then you get hundreds of these and you're like, you're up there thinking like, Oh, well, don't do this. Don't do that. Oh, you're not turning your hips fast enough or you didn't do this or that. And my swing was, I I look back at videos. I was like, why did I change it from that? Mm -hmm. Like I was doing okay there. I was on the right path. And then I completely just, Oh my God. Yeah. These are nobodies. Don't, don't, yeah. Yeah. Don't listen to these people. Don't listen (laughs) to anything. Yeah. But it's like, you know, when they say when you read something, you retain it more. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. I'll be reading and I'm like, oh, this is nice. And then I'll read. I'm like, oh, fuck. Excuse me. That's a tip. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a tip. Like, oh, man, I already read it. It's stuck in my head. Like, how do I how do I lose this? Yeah. So, the next yeah, time you, you'll be thinking been, about that's it. That's been one of my biggest struggles. Golf is universal. It's one of the things I like about it. Like people from all walks of life have the same experience. I want to know when you you said you were reticent at first. When did you yeah. know? When, when did it click? Was it like a, a session at a range one day when you hit one pure? That's usually what it is for a lot of people. Or, you know, did, was it a round that you played? When were you like, no, I, I think I want to keep coming back to this? I honestly have no clue. I don't even know why I kept coming back to it because I was so frustrated, you know, but I, <laughs> I honestly think it was just like needing something to do, needing an outlet because I had not done sports in such a long time. I have three kids and it was just like all that had been given to them. And so when that finally happened, it was just kind of like the first time that I had ever chosen to do something on my own and like work hard at it because, you know, I wasn't going to the gym anymore. And it just, it just kind of, I think just being outside, like realizing that there was something that I could do like outside and mm-hmm. it's fun, you know, drinking yeah. Yeah. and going out there, riding out the cart. And- question, question though, because yeah, I, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but I got to interrupt. How early do you start drinking on the course? <laughs> 
Um, it depends on who I'm golfing with. Okay. Okay. Good point. If I'm with my friend, uh, Caitlin, we're drinking right away. Like that girl can drink and she's always like, I need a drink. Let's go. So she's like, we'll be late to the the tea box just so that she could get a drink. So with her, it's drinking right away. Um, if I'm by myself, I don't drink at all. Um, you know, with my husband, you know, uh, it's, it's here, you know, it's sometimes we're drinking, sometimes we're not. Now, did your husband progress as well as you did? Where is he in his whole thing? Was he playing before or did he start with you in, in during the pandemic? He had a little bit more knowledge of okay. golf than I did, um, mm-hmm. a little bit from like his teen years. But um, progress, progression wise, there was a stretch where I was hitting my drives farther than him oh. and he couldn't <laughs> even hit a driver without slicing it. So, you know, that was, you know, frustrating for him. That was like, killing him. Yeah. Was killing driving him. him and- Did you wake oh, up in the morning and hearing all this noise, like in the family room, and he's up like <laughs> swinging the driver or some kind of swing speed technique uh, on YouTube videos at night? <laughs> no, it wasn't that, but it didn't make it any easier at the club when like the older guys would be like, oh, she's out driving you. You know, they would <laughs> talk all that to him and he just would smile, you know, and be like, ah, oh, you know, like have his words afterwards (laughs) you know now so was your was your husband one of the people in your dm sending you tips to try to get you off your game (laughs) okay so the last time he really gave me a tip we had a blowout on the course like he will he will tell me all sorts of things like you're doing this you're doing that and if i say one thing to him he's like Mm -hmm. i don't want to hear it don't oh. say anything. And so I was like, what are you talking about? You could tell me all this stuff and da, 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 da. It was, it was a complete blowout. I think I was like crying and we went to the clubhouse and it was just like, you know, like we were really, uh, it was really tense. And uh, <laughs> after that, I think we learned, family like, apart. No, I'm just not going to say <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even still, he's sick of me, you know, like I'll wake up in the morning and I'll be like, you know what? I think I know what I'm doing wrong. You know, first thing in the morning, I'm talking about golf and he's like, what's wrong with you? Like, just let it go. You know, I'll be out in the garage swinging, hitting like hundreds of balls. And he's like, you need to stop. You need to stop going in the garage. And I'm like, you're just trying, you're just trying to stop me from getting better. Right. You don't want me to be good. Right. Do you see yourself as a golf influencer, a social, golf social media influencer? I hate the term golf. I ha- No, I hate the term influencer. Yes. I mean, it just feels like so pretentious. Like yeah. I'm not like, I'm not going out there to influence anyone in any sort of way. Like I'm going out there and I'm just putting it out there, just showing what it's like being a regular person, mm-hmm. learning the game, trying to get better. And if you can relate to it, you can relate to it, but I'm not like, I'm not going out there trying to like, Oh, I need all these followers and I need all this. this you're and not that. thirsting like, for I really attention. Just enjoy the sport. And right. Exactly. You know, I mean, I'm not going to like say I don't throw the thirst traps out there every now and then, but I mean, like you, you did one, you did one video and you were saying, what kind of content do people want now? I got, and you, and, and you said, listen, don't send me nothing weird. Don't say, <laughs> you, know, yeah. you probably have to do that. Yeah, I do. You know, men can get crazy. Like I, yeah. Instagram is definitely a woman's playground, you know, like those are the top influencers. And so it's not lost on me that, you know, there is a certain element of, you know, 
guys go in there just to look at an attractive woman do something Mm -hmm. that's fine i get that it doesn't bother me but when it starts to become disrespectful and it just gets like crossing a line like Mm -hmm. you know it's 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 weird it gets weird i've had some really weird Things. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, I bet. Very interesting that LP is just so silent down there in the bottom. Yeah, in the bottom I'm, corner, I'm, I'm, super yeah. quiet. Very I'm quiet. not going to put my foot in anything today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, and to and yeah, to that point, just like I did, like I like that on your profile it says like just for fun guys. It's like like this yeah. is not that serious. Like don't come at me with a bunch yeah. of nonsense. Uh, I'm I'm curious on a more you know um, so obviously you know weirdos out the way like. If you've got a, a pretty good positive response from like other black and Latinx women who see you on a golf mm-hmm. course, like, oh, like I've always, you know, where they're seeing themselves in someone else. It's like, oh, is this actually cool to yeah. try getting DMs and stuff like that? Has that happened? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely have. I, I've, I, I think that's kind of the thing that keeps you coming back is like the positive stuff that you get from people that makes you feel like, okay, so I am doing something that is meaningful and that people do appreciate what I'm doing and see that I'm working hard and understand that I'm putting a lot of time into this. And, um, there's a woman who follows me. uh, Her name is like official Makosi. Uh, she's like a, I I don't know what part of Africa she's in, but you know, she has always been really positive and kind of uh, mentioned like the reason why she likes PXG is because she saw me in it. And that was, you know, that it kind of is cool to have people um, do that. But a lot of my following is not women, you know, that's just what it is. A lot of it is men and men have in the same regard, like have told me that I have, inspire them or have told me, Oh, I've showed my daughter your page to try to get her to golf, you know, to see that it can be fun and that the clothes can be cute and that she could come out here and spend some time with me and we could do that. So, you know, those are kind of like the stories that are like the engagements that I have with people that are, you know, valuable to me. Like Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't make me feel like I'm just putting photos out there for people to look at. And then it's just like, Oh, like, you know, I'm actually, Mm -hmm. I create relationships with some of my followers. Like I'm very responsive in my, in my DMS. Uh, As long as, you know, you're coming at me with some sort of like, you know, proper engagement, like I will engage with people. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Roger Steele's kind of that same way because he's real active in his, in his DMS and he hits people back up real uh, real quick. So let's get your opinion on some of the longstanding arguments we've had on on the show. I'll try to run down the list. LB Vern, and if you, if I miss anything, just let me know. Okay, right. so music on the course, a yes or a no? I love music on the course. Okay, what are you listening to with the music? I listen to all sorts of stuff. I mean, I get into a, like a lot of Latin trap music. I listen to a lot of Bad Bunny, a lot of Rosalia, uh, Nathy Peluso. Um, but then I also like, um, I've been listening to Larry June, like with my husband. Ooh, I kind of, okay. you know, yeah. Yeah, and there's this new song um, on Childish Gambino's album, which is interesting because it doesn't sound like there's a lot of him on it. It's a lot of women, Hmm. but there's a song called Agatha, and I really love that song. I like have a reel in mind that I need to do something with this song. But um, yeah, I mean, Beyonce obviously is always going to be on that playlist for me. but I'm I'm kind of all over the place when it comes to music. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. The golf the golf jogger pants on, on men. men. On yes men. or no? That's key. 
I mean, it just depends on the shoes that you're wearing, you know? That's uh, one thing we had talked about. Yes, that's, that's, that's <laughs> thing. It does yeah. Because who was it a couple months ago or maybe a, maybe last year on the PGA Tour? Yeah. It wasn't Van Ruin because he usually pairs his up nicely. There was someone who had to go. It might have been they Justin like Thomas. Purple? I think it was were Justin they, like, Thomas. Were they like purple jogger pants with like dress shoes? Yes, Justin. Yeah, I'm yeah. like JT. You can't wear the dress shoes yeah. with the. No. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make sense. You know, you're not jogging in dress shoes, so you gotta <laughs> See, wear some sporty kind of shoes. shoes. Those are the only kind of shoes that he he wears. Seems so like it. Somebody in his got to give up the joggers didn't you know didn't school him properly on the well we've had time. we've had our good friend bones on the show and when we had him on we should have talked to, well no this was this was pre-jogger yeah that's true. that's true situation yeah, yeah it was mm-hmm. a tragedy uh but in general jog uh joggers fine yeah jog- i think joggers are fine i mean i think okay, golf has okay, changed can i can i let me stop you there let me let let's, can let's you tell which this. one of us don't like <laughs> let's, 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 let's qualify let's qual- let, no seriously let's qualify this okay joggers okay. are fine for men under what age? Because you don't want to see me out there in a pair of joggers. Oh, I'm pushing mm. sixty. I don't think I don't think a man of my age and stature should not be wearing joggers. I honestly think it depends on like how big your booty is. Like if you're too big to be wearing joggers, then don't wear joggers. But it doesn't matter age wise. I just think if you're too big to be wearing some joggers, you might just not do that. You might just not wear the joggers. Yeah. Okay. Well, I Next have a time really we're small out, booty, so I think I'm okay. Oh no, Lawrence, I'm okay. Next time we're out, I'm gonna take measurements of you. And I will report back with it's not gonna go well. I mean, no, unless yeah, you want the attention, unless you men want to be thirst trapping out there i say go for it then yeah like i think yeah i think she'll think my butt's cute yeah okay uh, so oh okay courses you prefer um without with price not necessarily even being an option mm-hmm. but like pga tour stops that many will consider a bucket list like pinehurst mm-hmm. number two or pebble or mm-hmm. a really nice manicured course that no one's heard of ah uh, you know i've played pebble beach courses several times and I don't actually like, this is unpopular opinion. I don't love Pebble Beach. I don't love having mansions thrown in my face. (laughs) I just like, I just don't love that. Like, I I don't like the idea I might hit somebody's house or anything like that. So me, I would, I actually uh, like the solidarity. I would like to be in a calm place like TPC Danzante. That's pretty, uh, laid back it's kind of tucked in some like canyons and i really enjoyed that course and you even get an ocean view on some holes so i like more laid back that's that's more my speed i saw you uh i saw a post maybe maybe not recently but you were at spyglass hill like yeah yeah. uh, also a must hit right like because that's on like the one of our get list okay okay yeah i love spyglass and i actually and i and i played spanish bay too and the first time I played Spanish Bay, I was like, I love Spanish Bay. I love it. And then I went back and I was like, maybe I don't love it as much as I did. You know, uh, maybe Spyglass is my favorite, but those courses are hard. You know, I mean, yeah. I really have no business playing those courses, except for the fact that it's just I go out there and I just enjoy the time, you know, sure. and I have no expectations when I go out there. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, re- uh, re- just really quick sidebar, if you have another one there, Claude. Uh, you mentioned Bad Bunny, um, some controversy there with the with the last Grammys where maybe he should have, should have been considered. What was your, what was the bad bunny song that was on repeat last year? I'm curious. 
Cause I actually listen, oh. I have some stuff in the playlist that I don't, that I don't listen to on a golf course. That I don't share with the fellas. So I, just... I think it's uh Titi Me Pregunta. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that song. I yeah. love that song. And then, you know, before... Moscow Mule was one of my favorites from the Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, there's yeah. like, uh, Después La Playa or yeah, something. Yes. Uh, I like that song too. Okay. Um, but one of my favorites is like, uh, Chambea. Like I like that song and that's, it's like from one of his previous previous albums, albums. yeah, 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 yeah. earlier work, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, all right. just curious, just a one course. If you could play one course forever, the rest of your life is only, but it's only this one. Which one would it be? Oh man, one course forever. Mm. I mean, honestly, TPC Danzante was pretty high up there for Sounds me. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of the courses that I really enjoyed playing. Where Where is that? It's uh, in Loreto, uh, okay. Mexico. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I really this, like yeah, and you know, there are some like holes where it's like, you may hit the ball left, but somehow it funnels back in. <laughs> so like, you don't you I know, like when that happens. A little forgiving. <laughs> right, yeah, right. You're in Puerto Rico, you're with the family. If you want to jump off, feel free to jump off. We got some PGA stuff and golf stuff we got to talk about. Feel free yeah. to jump off if you like. Uh, but yeah. the, it's an open invitation. And I hope you had a good time. Oh, yes, I had a great absolutely. time. Thank you. You guys yes. are super fun. This was like the easiest, most flowing like I've done. Yeah, so most say you. most say it was a dream come true. Uh, <laughs> easy and free flowing. Is, oh, is, hi, is, all I'll my take dreams it, but... have come true today. Thank you guys. <laughs> no, well, no, we no. try. Cool. Well, right. thank you so much, Jess. We really thank appreciate you. it. Hey, man, Jess was fun, right? Jess yes, was fun. Absolutely. Yes. When she told me she, when she said I used to hoop, and then I was like, "Oh, that explains some of the swing." Yeah, that looks, definitely makes sense. Yeah, 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 I was like, "Okay, okay, yeah, cool." Yeah, but having Jess was cool. That was fun. yeah, yeah. Um, was a good time. So, all right, let's jump into some uh, some uh, golf stuff here with with the golf DMV crew. So, um, earlier today, and today being Sunday when we're recording, uh, went out to the PJ Superstore. It's fairly new. The one in, I guess they say North Bethesda, but it's Rockville. Rockville. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, took Manny out there because. You know, his PJ Junior League thinks about the start. Basketball's over. And so he went out, got him a couple of gloves, and I'm looking for some new shoes. We got to order some because the ones that he want weren't in the size. But anyway, we went out there. And, you know, true to form, you know, these PGA Tour superstores are always big and large, yeah. tons of stuff, um, uh, which was cool. We had a good time, you know, out there. And I made another step to showing everyone just how serious I am Uh-oh. about about golf. So, again, I got my I got my range finder. That's a range finder. Mm-hmm. I got back in contact with John Ross for the lessons. Mm -hmm. I also bought that, what I call a practice membership at the Players Club thing at uh, the range thing at uh, Needwood. Okay. Okay. And I bought myself the shag bag so I can chip and (laughs) cut as much as I (laughs) want. It's about a shag bag. 20 balls and then go pick them all up and then drop them again and cut and chip chip some more. Where were you you at when I gave one of those away? That was a little anticlimactic. I thought we were coming. I thought we had a good club. I'm just sending messages. Just sending messages about how serious I am this year about what's going on here. All right, so, so that's my PGA uh, uh, shag bag, uh, yeah. update. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about about uh, the Valspar Championship. Yes, uh, there at Innisbrook, Sheila Johnson spot. Yeah, um, everybody clear out so Clark could do what he what you know he's going to do. Let's go ahead. Yes. Let's go ahead. For, for those you mean those when, who when, go ahead and recap us. Clark. Well, here's so the thing: happened. Jordan Speed has has a yes. wonderful opportunity to put on display what yeah. he meant. When he mm-hmm. said, I strike fear in the hearts of everybody on Sundays, they yeah. know that. The, and so this was the time to do it. Yep. I'm sorry, Stephen. 
I just put and that he, out there. He'll, he'll know he that. That's, that. That's the inside joke for one person. Just keep going. And, keep going, Clay. Yeah. And, and he did not. Okay. No. Anyway, <laughs> and he did not. Did you guys watch it? I watched, um, I mostly watched the final round. Um, and, and I, and honestly, I was flipping back and forth between that. And once it seemed like, and, and there was a lot of drama going into it. I was flipping back yeah. and forth between that. Some of uh, basketball and also mm-hmm. live, um, live by the way, still on. There's a, well, it started really? the four man playoff. Um, oh, and are yeah, they playing in another part of the world? They, well, they just keep replaying the 18th hole over and over. Again. No, I'm saying, are they, are they in like another, are they like overseas or something? Or are they, they're in Tucson. Up? Oh, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> no, I was curious. Could you said it was still going on? I'm like, I'm thinking whatever it was that they wrapped up. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, no. They're too yeah. But they're yeah. on the West Coast, I guess. Okay. All they right. got a little bit of sunlight left. So anyway, uh, we'll start with LB and then we'll go mm-hmm. Vern. Did you watch the Valspar? Did you watch any of I watched the last five, think about the last five holes of today's, of the final round. That's yep. all I saw complete, uh, from the entire tournament. Yep. And actually it was the most important and the most fun time for me to watch Spieth pee his pants uh, going down the last two holes there. So mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed uh, watching the last, especially the last three holes. Well, and they were still, they were still afraid. They were still afraid. Cause yeah, because, well, I, because, and they should have been be, honestly, because when he bogeys, what was a 16? Yeah. When he put in the water and I cheered in the round the house my, by myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I literally cheered out loud. Yeah, <laughs> when he put it in the water, all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then he comes back to seventeen and hits it to eight feet. I'm like, this yeah. blankety blank blank mm-hmm. right here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you got to give him credit to to put it in the water on one hole. Yeah, go down to the shot and then put himself in position in the next hole to birdie. You, I, I, I give him credit for that. He's got game, obviously. Yeah. Yes, but I'm, yeah. I'm glad he missed. I think he missed it too. That he he did miss that for for par, I believe. Um. He did miss that putt. Yeah. Oh, no, he did make it. Whatever, I forget. But either way, he didn't win, so I was still happy. Um, by the way, f- Danny Lee just sunk the putt to win the uh, playoff. Okay. Put it off the green. Yeah, All right, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah right. we, we don't talk about live anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, and I, it was I felt, dramatic, though. One of the things that make the PGA so much better is the fact right. that there's dramatic finishes. and Yeah, he probably won 10 million for that putt. Yeah. I felt bad for Adam's. What they call him Shank. Uh, I think yeah. they, yeah. Um, Tough last name for a golfer. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear the? <laughs> did you hear the one thing they said on the on the show that he he played a round with a guy whose last name was Yip. Oh, it was, M, it was wow. Shank, and another guy was what Yip. Yeah, something That's like tough. that. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Um, but that that shot he had when when the ball landed up against the tree, I'm like, I mean, yeah, that was a tough way to. To end it, you know what I mean. Wait, the shot against the tree, or the or the recovery out? Because well, the, the recovery was good, but yeah. to end up where he where his ball ended up to right, really right, take right. him out of, he really didn't have a hole. In that, you know what I mean? I mean, and the discussion he between he and his caddy, right? Yeah, I mean, I like his that. caddy did not want him to take. He that did shot. not. He was no, like, no, let's no, take, the, take an unplayable yeah. two clubs back. He's like, yeah. what's the difference between here and there? I still can't. He's like, right. either way, I do you think you can get it? I mean, I don't know, but that's what I. I mean, they were going. His caddy's heart, like, like the like. Like I was nervous for Shank when he stood up to that tree, and I saw uh-huh. him. You know, when you see a golfer like prepping nervously, it's uh-huh. like, oh my god, please don't like let this just dig into the ground or hit a right. spectator. Uh-huh. And when he hit a perfect guy, because we all do that, we all yes. this is this is the relatable part of golf that I like. Like we're all set up to to hit that shot, except you know, it's only going to work out for us like you know ten percent of the time. If that, yeah, yeah, exactly, because it was it was perfect. You couldn't yeah. have done any better. And to be honest, the follow up the follow up putt was the one. 
Mm-hmm. Or was that on 18? The, that the was eight, for, the, yeah, that was the same yeah, hole. Yeah, yeah. The, same the hole. one for par that he basically hit the hit, yeah, hit in and popped out. Yeah, yeah it just popped he, out. So a little less speed. He needed four yeah, big yeah. putts to get to a play to, to to get where he was, and he made three. I yeah. mean, he yeah. made mm-hmm. big putt after oh, big putt after big putt, and that fourth one right there on 18. When he hit it, I'm like, this is this might go in. Mm-hmm. He might yeah. do it again, and just rim, you know, hit it in hard, and it you know came out and. Yeah. Well, let's give a shout out to the winner who we haven't mentioned yet, Taylor Moore. Yeah. Who, and who played his butt off to get back in. Yeah, 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 who played his butt mm-hmm. off the, the back nine. Just, yeah. just goes to show you how strong the speed hate is. Like, we just open with who didn't win. Right. <laughs> it could have been anybody, you know, Devil himself and, you know, Joseph Stalin. Who won? I, I don't remember, but Speed lost. But Speed and, and lost. This, this is the thing, though. Like, so I saw the. He did miss that putt on me because it was bad. Because yeah. I remember because they said he missed about like four feet. And then uh-huh. the other thing was, it was like, all right, so Shank misses on 18 to go tied for mm-hmm. uh, uh for second and it's speed <laughs> misses right. to go back to third i was like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Speed goes, he misses that other and then it comes yeah because <laughs> like, yeah. that, that was a uh, that was a 200 it was because I, I think the difference is that's what i'm trying to figure out two 250 i think it's two hundred fifty thousand dollars between second set i'm hold on, i can tell you right like, now. basically that t2 second yeah it's where 300 is three hundred and thirty thousand dollars between second and third place. Now, so you know, Shank like, was size because he was like, oh, cool. No right. All that to myself. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, uh, Shank got 882000 Straight for up. Second, straight up for second place. That's yeah. him. Good yeah. for yeah. him. Good for him. How much did the winner? Okay. Uh, yeah. 1.4. 1.45 nice. million first for, win. His, for his first win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Before before we leave the, this tournament, if y'all have anything mm-hmm. else, uh, Cameron Champ missed the cut again. And I'm, now I'm really Ooh. concerned about my man. Out of nine events yeah. this season, he's only made two cuts. Um, okay, so he's not. I don't know if he's injured or what's going on with him, but he 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 gonna mess around, be back at the Q school or something. It's, in, it it's interesting too. Like I'm going back to Spieth here, like because you look at this, we got Fleetwood in there, but yeah, like you said, Webb Simpson. Yeah, you look at this field mm-hmm. again. I imagine like the the top the top twenty five shooters text chat for golf. Smith is kind of like they, they starting to form their own little text chat on the right. side because none of him. them were yeah. in this tournament. They was like, hey, what you doing next week? Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to fit to go here and go to, you know, Sheffield. Like, I'm going to go to Augusta, right. stop on the way home. And right. he was like, well, I got to, I'm going to go ahead and stay and get this work. And, uh, <laughs> oh, you, oh, you put in the Valspar with Postman and Telemore? Oh, okay, good for you, right, man. Good right. for you, man. Uh, good yeah. luck. <laughs> well, J- well, JT was in it too. And he, he, oh, he uh, was? Oh, he yeah. was, oh, wasn't yeah. he? JT finished the minus. for 10th at minus three. Okay. Okay. Yeah, JT, he had he shot 70. Uh, oh, yeah, sure enough. Sure yeah, enough. He shot 70 today. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, yeah he's last another one big, two, we yeah. two weeks, two weeks of the Masters. Is that right? Something like that, right? Yeah. It's the first uh, weekend yeah. in April. April, yeah. So yeah, so yeah. About two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah two weeks of the Masters. Yeah, next so. week they're doing, next week is match play. Yeah. In uh, Sheffield, I think, is the winning winner of that. Our local guy, um, Denny McCarthy, finished at T19. Good job. For minus one, which gets him, I'm looking at the numbers right now, which gets him $115,000 for his 19th place win. I got a Manny Millions for this one, too, if y'all want to do okay, it. Yeah, Let's yeah. do it. All right, here we go. Uh, James Hahn, who uh, actually tied with Ryan Gerald for last place at plus 10. Um, and Ryan doesn't have any, he's, he's a rookie, so he has no, he got nothing to talk about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's focus on Han. Yeah, we, so we're focusing on Han. So Han is 61 years old. He's six foot, 180 pounds. He went to UC Berkeley. 
He's originally from South Korea, but I think he lives in Tucson or somewhere in Arizona now. Mm-hmm. He went pro in 2003, joined the PGA Tour in 2013. Here we go. Out of 245 events, he has made 139 cuts. Mm-hmm. He has two wins, two big wins in his career, uh, the 2014 Northern Trust and the 2015 Wells Fargo. So he has two wins, okay. one second place, uh, two third places, and 22 top tens, 22 big top tens. What is his career earnings? Hmm. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 17 and a half. Okay. I think he's won a lot, but 17 and a half. You mean won a lot. I just told you he only had two wins. I mean, he's, he's, he's been around a lot. I mean, as far as in that like top 20, top 15. Okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 12. 12.3, 12.3, my man. Mm, okay, looked at it. He took it. I took a look. To there we go. I see what it is. Everybody say, oh, he just took a look. Okay. <laughs> you can't say the preacher cheated. No. <laughs> soon as, as soon as I said 17 and a half, I, I thought about it more. I was like, because that was a lot. Yeah, I was like, that was a lot. I was I like, felt nah, like, he but I felt me. like. He's definitely he's definitely like more than five million. I didn't know if yeah. it was more than like fifteen. Yeah. Like, it was a right, strategic right. pause back out there too. He usually jumps in first. First uh, though, he probably said, "Let me just let him set himself up." <laughs> Walk right into it. Do the prices right. Like one dollar. <laughs> right. That's about twelve million over a ten year period. That's pretty good. That's not you too know? bad. Yeah, it's a million that's a year. A little bit over a million. Um, couple of quick notes on him. Uh, he worked at Nordstrom's as a shoe salesman in the offseason prior to, you know. He was Al Bundy, basically. <laughs> right, exactly. He was Al Bundy. Um, he's an art lover, so he liked to visit uh, art, uh, galleries and uh, museums. He cuts his own hair, $12.3 million, and he cuts his own hair. He saved that $25 from a uh, hair $25? Yeah. You well, pay your barber $25? Uh, that's what it is, but I usually give him 30 or 5 or 40 because <laughs> I'm just that, that's just who I am. Yeah, I tip my people. People who got a razor close to my head, I take care of. <laughs> yes. You want to be out here looking like Carlos Boozer? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, oh, this last thing on him, he said he's, he aspires to own his own business, which I thought was funny because you are your own business. You're a professional golfer, and I'm not. Yeah. You are your own business. <laughs> yeah. But he obviously has a passion for cutting hair and selling shoes. And so maybe, right. he so maybe that's the size of business. <laughs> maybe he wants to open up his own shoes. <laughs> shoe store and with the barber shop. right next to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Quick update. Yeah, so next week, uh, Punta Cana Resort and Club Championship. Mm-hmm. Then Valero. And then that's it. We got our first major. So the Valero is the last week of March, you know, the 30th into April. After the, after the thing about mm-hmm. After the match. So play. basically yeah. this week, pretty much off, essentially. We get the Valero. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, I, I looked at the purse for that one for the Valero. It's 3.8. First for the Valero, 9 million. Basically 8.9. And then, okay. you know, we go up to the Masters, which is 15 million. Wow. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking for. I'm just looking forward to the to the first major, man. I'm ready. Me to too. Go. Me I'm too. Ready I'm looking forward to the Masters. Well, quick, yeah. uh, quick observation too. I was such texting with um the homie Glenn today. We were talking, you know, trying to set something up for this week because you know Thursday is going to be nice. So I'm probably gonna, you know, I might might get out to this Thursday or whatever. Uh, and we were also looking at the weekend, and he chimed in. He's like, "Hey, man, you know, seems like we played a lot more golf already by March by this time last year because nice. it's coming up on April." And, it, I, and I told mm-hmm. him, I said, like, "I think that's right. It's been this weird." Uh, up here in the Northeast, it's been this weird, like non-winter winter, where it's like mm-hmm. too cold to play, but not, but not, not really warm enough to mild play. for winter. Cold to but, play, but yeah, exactly. Right around super 40 cold degrees. to where it's like, if yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. In the like today was like that. Today was like that, where yes. 
you know, it's a little too cold to get out there. And it was very windy. Wind, too. The it was wind, the wind chill factor yeah, was wind. tough. Yeah. But it's like, man, but it's not like cold enough where you think everything is shut down. It's just weird. Yeah. It's been weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to getting back out. So, yeah. Oh, one <laughs> other thing from the PJ Superstore. So, Manny's looking around at different mm-hmm. things uh, and then he sees this, um, this, uh, this towel that he wanted to get for his bag. I said, no, 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 no. That bag is going to have a golf DMV towel. There you go. Available at golfdmv.com. And he says, You guys don't have towels? I'm like, you don't listen to the show, son? <laughs> you don't see the golf DMV towel on my bag? Right. Golfdmv.com. And if you yeah. listen to the show, why not get a towel and put it on your bag? Mm-hmm. All right. Golf Especially DMV. the people that play with us. Okay. It's step off soapbox. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else we need to hit for the show? Uh, yeah, I just want a belated birthday. The Coach B birthday was the other day, last week, a couple days Happy ago. Happy birthday, Coach. Were we doing full swing or was Oh, it? yeah, oh, full yeah, swing. Full swing. Okay, cool. You guys full ready swing. to go. <laughs> there was a, there's a full swing episode. And so we were, we were, um, oh, by the way, at the Golf DMV, uh, you can also get this hat that I've got on to different oh, variations of the hat. And also, there's no offense, but I'd rather be playing golf t shirt, all available at golfdmv.com. Yes. Um, uh yeah, full swing. We were trying to figure out what episode we were on. <laughs> uh, but we're on the Matthew Wolf episode, right? Fast no, Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Matt. Oh yeah, Matt Fitzpatrick. Matt Wolf is in live now. Yeah, Matt yeah. Fitzpatrick. There That's is. who. Yeah, Matthew Fitzpatrick. Indeed. Um, with the U.S. Open win. Yeah. Uh, at a place mm-hmm. that he won the U.S. Open, uh, the U.S. Amateur. Amateur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Was it just me, or is it? Isn't it Dan Rappaport? Like he's. Yes. Not, he seemed really invested in Matthew. Went to the school together. That was. That was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They had previous. Uh. I don't know if you watched. I don't know if you watched the episode. I did. That kinda, yeah. That kind of came out in the episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I've seen it, the whole thing. It just seemed weird to me as a reporter who reports on this stuff that he was there. so close. So mm-hmm. close to it, you know. What I mean, mean? Now you got to figure that's your plug in, though, right? So he went to Northwestern. Yeah. Sees a guy over there who's not like, kind of like away from home. Like when he talked about it, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, not to say that it was anything nefarious necessarily about it, but it's just like, oh, you know, this is. Oh yeah, somebody. no, I don't want to make it seem like. No, not you. I'm talking about me, even. Like, like I yeah. see what you're saying, though. But yeah, it's just like because normally you would just cover these guys from afar or whatever. But right. yeah, I, I, well, I, it just it just struck me as odd as someone who was report who would be you know tweeting and reporting and writing about it. Was was so openly invested in one of them oh, winning. Oh, them winning! Not the, yeah. and, and by the way, yeah. not that I would do the same thing. Probably, you know what I mean. That's just yeah. it. Just mm-hmm. from a media side, it just seemed a little. I feel uh, like golf odd. is unique. We've talked about this. I feel like golf is unique in this way, though, where like it's not like the like occasionally you'll get like you know you'll have like a uh, my man Wendy uh, Brian Windhorse, um, you know, mm-hmm. and LeBron. You get these journalists athlete relationships, but for a lot of times for those bigger sports. Um, I don't know. It's just, there's just more distance there for, like you said, like the commentators were talking about, like, Hey, we know these guys, like we're right. invested yeah. in these, yeah, in these they know guys, their families. They, we know yeah, their they families got to tell their stories. Yeah, it's like, and I think it because especially at that level of golf, yeah. When, when you say the top 20 of golf, that's, that's 20 guys. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's not like a team where it's 80 no. guys on the team. It's 20, it's just 20 guys. So it's, it's, it's that, that nucleus becomes very small. That's yeah. circle that comes very small. I would say and that. I think and these storylines get captivating too. And it's hard not to get caught up in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the more I think about it, I would say that. And then like you, you know, I'm thinking about if you have to kind of be objective for a minute, Claude, and like maybe, t- maybe somebody's not playing up to their standard or something like that. And you kind of got to write a piece that's like, Hey, critic, like, you know, this has been happening since so so so. I feel like again, I feel like it's different than hoop. Maybe you're going to see somebody in lock or NFL. You see them in the locker room. You can have an exchange. You can go on about your business as a press conference or whatever. But you're going to be out there walking 
the tour, you're going to see this guy, you're going to see his family, you're going to mm-hmm. see his entourage. And then what if they do kind of fall off and they don't get a, you know, they maybe they lose their tour card or something. It's a danger. Basically, because in the NBA and football, you as the report, I think the distance is like, so the money is probably part of it, right? Like, so like, you know, well, whatever I write about Westbrook, critical, favorable, he's got like $110 million. He and I are in different operating spheres. Like, mm-hmm. you could you could get closer to Spieth, maybe not Spieth yeah. or Roy Mack, but well, we see what I'm saying. What? But also, even if it is Spieth, like, also, I, I think golf is unique, too, in the fact that there's not a lot of athletes that you root against. You know what I mean? Like, yes. For whatever reason. You know, I mean, outside of, like, your Patrick Reed or some people may not favor, but, but usually you just want to see good golf played, you yeah. know, and, and whether that's Matthew Fitzpatrick uh, one week, whether that's Jordan Spieth one week, whether that's John Rahm, Ricky Fowler, you find yourself rooting for someone who's got either got a chance to close it out or there's some peril here. They hit a good yeah. shot. You can see two players coming down 17 and 18 and they're battling it out and you can cheer for someone who stuck it four feet to the pen and then the next guy stick it, you know, two feet from the pen. Mm-hmm. And you cheer just mm-hmm. as excitedly right. for both of them because you're seeing – Great shots by, you know, great athletes. Yeah, I was having a hard time articulating. Yeah, thank you, Claude. But it was basically, I'm just trying to say that there's like, there are fewer layers, there's much less distance or layers between the golf journalist, I feel like, and the athlete and that person's family than there are in a lot, you know, the Lakers or something like that, unless you become one of those select reporters. Otherwise, you can... You can be objective and be distant and do your job and report and write, oh, if it's something bad, if it's something good, et cetera. So I think that's where some of the, you know, um, some of the care is taken, like you said, to kind of be invested in what these guys are doing and, you know, hope they make it and and, and this and that, which makes, again, the whole Shipnuck thing with Filmington all the more um, unlikely. It's more more of an aberration, I feel like, in in golf than it is in the other sports. But uh, as far as the episode, real quick, like, so – Kind of middle of the road for me. Like the, I think the most fun thing in this particular one, and uh, uh, was kind of reliving the open, him winning the open, and that clutch shot. When I got to rewatch the shot out of the bunker, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, that uh, like uh, uh, won him that on uh, on Brookline, or when he, I guess the putt really won it. But you know, because when he hit it over there, I was like, oh, that's it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, also, again, I hate we keep bringing him up. You know, Scheffler appreciation. We, I, I had completely forgot <laughs> that Scheffler. Was just kind of playing a regular round of golf for him, and was what second or third, mm-hmm. just kind of yeah. right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just hang la- around. Yep. Yeah, just hang around. My last, and then between this and the JT episode, I was like, man, was Torres kind of kind of absent this year? Because by this time last year, oh, uh, yeah. well, not, well, I mean at this time, but you know, by like the second, so I guess he's got some time left. Like, so it was the what the PGA. He came in second runner up to JT, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then here he was in the mix. But again, I feel like he was showing better form earlier, so I'm going to be keeping an eye on on Torres because I feel like he's the U.S.'s version maybe of, of what Fitz, of Fitzpatrick is doing. He's a little bit younger. He's obviously much younger. I think Fitzpatrick is, is 28. But, um, yeah, Fitzpatrick, man, regular bloke yeah, that, that, that mm-hmm. really works hard in his game, as they would say in England. Yeah, yeah. Bloke, yeah. But, um, Statistician, too. I couldn't believe yeah. all the stuff that he was tracking and stuff, every shot. Yeah. All those yardage books every he had. Club. Yeah. He has boxes of them. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, I, I was happy to see it work out for somebody who did, who, like, because right. so many people will put the work in and never mm-hmm. and never make it. And for him to clutch out um, obviously helped that, he, you know, he played there before. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I enjoyed the DJ part more than anything because I miss DJ we, so much. Yeah, I do too. When he said, when they asked him about the, you know, leaving and going to the live, he said, he said, they offered me more money for playing less golf. Why would I not take that? End of answer. Right. Exactly. And he said, and he said, if somebody came to you and talking to us, regular people, yep. and I thought about it, I'm like, yes, somebody came to me and said, okay, hey, LB, 
you're going to work three days a week and we're going to pay you twice as much as you was making now. And I'm going to, I'm not, and do I have to go home and think about this? <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? <laughs> well, I need to go and talk to the people and, you know, make sure this is, did you, did, but make sure you heard me now. I'm yes. gonna, for three days a week, I'm going to get twice as much money as yes. you pay, getting paid now for five days a week. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. I, you know, and, and like he's, you know, and I like what he said. He said, I'm, I'm secure in what I have accomplished. In the he's PGA. retired. That's what I'm saying. I'm That's secure. I'm yeah. My yeah. legacy is, is secure. My legacy is a minute. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I everybody know how great I was. Like, yes. it's not a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, which presents an interesting dynamic again in the, I feel like in the live uh, group text, which probably he's not even in, where it's just like right. somebody like, you know, tell, I'm going to pick on Taylor Gooch. Or just, mm-hmm. Some of the guys, one of the guys mm-hmm. who did Sambo. Who, who, yeah, who, we ain't heard Jack from him since true. he left. That's true. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't have his resume, but mm-hmm. left to PJ Tour being like, yeah, you know, me and Dustin. It doesn't like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't even nope. put me on. <laughs> I'm just getting money. I won over there, and now right. I'm over here. Right, right. Bread. You yeah. are regular. Oh, what you doing? Right. <laughs> yeah, we're not the same. <laughs> well, yeah, well, and, and, and that's true. I mean, because, you know, whatever you think about, you know, DeShambo and Brooks, it's like, you know, they weren't killing it on the tour before mm-hmm. they, 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 they had their moments yep. and then went That's right true. back to mediocrity, skinny, skinny had, had moments yep. of it before they, before they left. They weren't, you know. Yeah. He was the mathematician or whatever it was back yep. then. And he was the contractor guy, he was a scientist or something, yep. or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. My favorite quote from the episode though, was from, uh-huh. was from DJ. Uh-huh. Just, uh, I think it was Southern Hills. Uh, maybe that or the so when he got on the cart after like, Missing a missing a putt, and it was like, uh-huh. and this is again all golfer relatable. He, he said, "I played better than I did yesterday. Five shots worse." <laughs> I just started laughing. I was like, "If that ain't if that ain't all of golf, bro." Where it's just like, yeah. "Dang, I did everything so much better." It's like, why? Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, no, that was the DJ part in the middle. I did appreciate because again, I, I miss my man. But you know, yeah. he's eating, he's doing his stills over there. But uh-huh. um, yeah, yeah. So no, other than that, like it was a good rewatch of the of the major for me. But mm-hmm. that, that's really. And I, it. I have forgotten, and I should have key. You know, should have it should have sunk in, but it didn't until like toward almost to till he Fitzpatrick won again. Because I was sitting there thinking, well, who who won? I can remember who won the U.S. Open that, that year. Right. That, 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 that <laughs> is Fitzpatrick. I mean? That is. I know, right? But right. and when and when he won, it, I'm like, dummy, I, you know, I mean, come on, man. They set you up for this, and you still here wondering. Like, why wondering are they following this won? guy a lot? Right. <laughs> why are they following him so much? And it's, uh. He did say though when he went back to Sheffield, England, that like you know he's walking around Sheffield and nobody knows, nobody knows who he is. Who he is. Right. <laughs> yes. Shoot, even the U.S. site, nobody know who he is. It's probably, right. it's probably true. It's only a handful of guys. Yeah, yeah. the most anonymous golfer in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but man, I was just like, so now I'm gonna go back and I gotta go back and take a look at what Sheffield did last year because I, like I completely forgot he was. I remember Zaltoris. Mm. I remember the shot out of the bunker and other stuff, and I was like, he was in second. Yeah. <laughs> if he had missed a punch, we would have either been in the playoff or just won that one too. Yeah, man, he's on a heater, bro. So, uh. well, there it is. All right, it's Golf DMV. Uh, again, go to golfdmv.com for all your fine merch and to get updates on all of our sponsors, Cache Spine Sports, and also the Love Life Cafe. We'll be back next week with another oh, show. Oh, yeah, I'm going to Vegas. Bye. See y'all.